Welcome to the Swagger Podcast. We back for another edition, another season. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. We are sorry for the three-week delay. We have been busy uh, focusing on this podcast, so we are back and better than ever, and we are happy to bring you guys a podcast today. Let's go around the room. Who we got here today, Thano? We got... To my immediate right, the beautiful Miss Teresa. Tisa. Hello. And then someone not so beautiful. We got Uncle Casey Jaro. What's up? Up next, we have the beautiful Mr. Roland Gobert's wife, Miss Amy. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Uncle Nick. That's me. I'm here. And Aunt Courtney. The beautiful Miss Trevor Lawrence. Courtney Lawrence. Man, it's good to be back. You excited to be here? I am. I didn't know if we were going to do it or not, but it worked out. It did. So, look, going forward, I will say we're going to try to make these things work as best we can. We, we apologize for not having the last two weeks. Life kind of gets in the way, but we are able to squeeze one in this week. Hopefully next week we'll be able to get another one and continue. Um, but you kind of got to take it as we give it, right? We can't always promise it, but if you get it, it's a special treat. That's what she said. That's right. That's what Courtney said. That's right. Special treat recording. Speaking of special treats, we got an E.D. White Thibodeau High football game tonight. So, Thane, who are you going for tonight? Thibodeau High all the way, baby. Let's go. <laughs> How about you, Casey? I mean, I'm kind of partial, so <laughs> Thibodeau High. Tisa? Oh, E.D. White. Amy? No comment. <laughs> Courtney? The one and only time I'll root for a tiger. Hey, I like the way hey, you do business. I said earlier, Casey, I was telling Nick, if it was cold outside, I'd go with my Letterman jacket on. 100%. You should anyway. 100%. It's cold enough. It's cold yeah. enough. Might be. Just go shirtless with the jacket. Might have to do that. So we're going to roll right into it. Let's talk about some draft recaps since we didn't get a chance to do that. Uh, thinking back, our Swagger Junior draft, it was a good time. We had 40 kids come to the fire station. We had an actual real fire during the, during the draft. <laughs> Not at the fire station. Yeah, so all the firemen rolled in and jumped on the truck and ran out, and kids thought I arranged that, so I told them they're welcome to see all the firemen. I never heard that story. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so we had a fire truck uh, evacuate from the fire station that day. And then guillotine was kind of low-key. Uh, guillotine's tough. 18 people drafting, right? You kind of got garbage-ass time and lost in the first week, too. I, I'll never <laughs> vouch for anybody else again, Nick. Never. That's a hard league to get into for your first time getting in the swag. He also had the first draft pick. You got to draft people that's actually in the NFL, like OBJ. I mean, come on, man. So, so listen, if, for those of you that don't know, we needed an extra player for a guillotine. Thane threw up Tisa's brother, right? It's your, your yes, brother? Yes, my brother. And um, he lost first week, and now he has to serve drinks next year for the draft. I talked to him, though. He's excited. He's, he's ready to get back in it next year. I bet. He didn't even get to play this year. <laughs> he didn't even spend a dollar of his free agent budget. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Sorry, Simon. Uh, then we had Swaglock. Everybody remember Swaglock at uh at the email's house? Maybe yeah, I remember it. Absolutely, I remember <laughs> it. Let's let's ask uh, Uncle Casey where he spent most of his uh, the end of the night. Yeah, how about that, Casey? Well, from like eight to eleven, you know, just uh, you know, <laughs> your normal babysitting, you know, duties, which I'm used to since we have four kids. So it just happened to be an adult this time that I'm married to. That's all. It was so. Listen, if you asked a medical doctor who was in worse shape. Celeste at the end of Swaglock or Nick during the Swagger draft. They're oh. probably going to go with Celeste. <laughs> and I was in ICU. Yeah, she, was, she was really touch and go there for a little bit. <laughs> so we had, a, we had a couple stories. We had a couple people vomit. Sorry, Ashley, on your white towel. Um, um, thank you for signing that waiver before our draft. Um, we had some. We had a lot of shots thanks to Uncle Trotty. I, I partially blame Lance for getting us all to the next level, right? Hey, but when you place blame, you got to give credit because Lance did come through with like a dozen Papa John's pieces. What, Uncle John? He said yeah. he called Uncle John <laughs> yeah. to make sure dude, we was all fed. So clutch. I was so hungry, just dude, drunk. Oh, my when God. that dude walked in with those pizzas, it looked like an angel coming out of heaven. They also had a lot of uh, male hand-holding uh, cannonball contests, I, I recall, yeah. and tidal waves. Yeah, I remember that, too. Yeah. I think I remember... Uh, Crystal eating chips and salsa laying down on the side of the pool like a mermaid. I imagine that's what a mermaid would look like eating chips and salsa. What if, what if Crystal was the new little mermaid? Yeah. <laughs> Dude. So, be awesome. Did anybody make a beer in the garbage can in the field? Uh, yes, one. David Lesh. Yep. And he was happy about it. He told oh, Ashley man. about it. But poor dude's new to the league, right? So he don't really know anybody. And he went to go give Ashley a high five because he made it in a garbage can. She goes, Oh, so you're going to be a ratchet like everybody else. <laughs> and so, he was like, why are you killing my vibe? <laughs> the garbage can in the backyard, was, I mean, for Target, was was pretty ingenious. So. It was. So, look, I picked up, I personally picked up every single bottle in the backyard that night. And I'm happy to report that nobody broke a bottle that oh, I know good. of. So, no zero bottles broken. So, Ashley, simmer down now. Anyway, moving on to Swaggerette at... Uh, at the bar, according to Tisa and Amy, y'all got some feedback on Swaggerette? Oh, Smiley's. How was Smiley's, y'all? Y'all liked it? I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool, the bar atmosphere. Um, I didn't think that a whole lot of people would hang out for as long as they did, but they did, and it, I mean, I enjoyed it. I'll tell you what. Well, we'll get to Swaggerette, I guess, after. But Swaggerette was fun. Swaggerette was fun. I think uh, I, I looked at the standings and stuff today to prepare the Swagger News. And when I saw who was in first place, I immediately thought back to the draft, and I was like, "How the hell is this person in first base? I don't want to. I mean, first place. She was in like third base, but uh, <laughs> this this woman <laughs> spent less time at her place drafting than she did at the video poker machine at the bar, kissing on people and hugging people and just doing interviews around each table. Yeah, yeah. So." I'm anxious to know who this is now. Oh, you're going to know exactly who killing it is. Me. That was every draft she was in, by the way. Ooh. I, I think I have a hard time, like, recapping Swaggerette and how great it was because watching the shit show that Swagger draft was, like, I can't go backwards. Well, let's just roll right into, right into Swagger. Look, from our point of view, I watched half of it in ICU. I watched half of it in my, my room. And, look, like, three people came to visit me that day. 
and I won't tell them this, and hopefully they're not listening, but I was visibly upset that they came to visit me because I had to mute the computer while y'all were drafting. And I'm like, hey, how you doing? Thanks for coming to see me. Um, I got a poo. You got to get out. <laughs> <laughs> but I really wanted to just watch my laptop, sit there and all day long and watch my laptop. I, I remember one time I got a needle in my arm, the nurse is drawing blood. And I think it's about the time that Seth spit the water in the air. Oh, my God. And I almost got... My, the needle almost went through my arm because I started cracking up laughing. I thought that we would be kicked out of the hospital. That's how, like, Nick lost it when, when Seth spit everywhere. What it was great. Did, what did the nurses think of this stuff? Because they're coming in and out, right? And you're like... Yeah. A couple of them were like, what's going on? So we made friends with them, obviously. But uh, a lot of them were like, what, what exactly going on? When I told her it was a fantasy football draft, she's like, yeah, but when I watch fantasy football drafts, usually like eight guys just saying nothing in a garage sweating their butt off drinking beer i was like yeah we do a little bit different so how about you what's your point of view of swagger this year oh i thought it was i mean good it was uh enjoyable with the air conditioning for sure so that was a good call yep definitely a good call the uh my eyes didn't burn as much for swagger as it did for swaggerette draft and more, smoke? more, more smokers, yeah. maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. I need to quit them cigarettes. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, get you a vape. It's yeah. better. <laughs> Come on, man. It's 2022. Come on. 97 degrees with a big-ass fan inside of a shop or, you know, air conditioning with a bar. I mean, it, 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 it's kind of, uh, you know, Look, not, the, not comparable. So. The only thing that I can say about the air conditions and uh, smileys versus having it in the shed is I build that into my diet every year. So after the drafts, I'm usually down about 10 pounds from sweating all day, and I didn't get to sweat in those two days. So yeah. now I got to start wearing them 38s again. But then, but then after the draft, it turned into Ashley's uh, personal nightclub <laughs> yeah. uh, birthday party show. So that's, yeah. the, that's the part we really missed. But we do have to rewind a tad bit. So there was two times that I thought that we were going to get kicked out of the hospital. Seth spitting the water, Nick lost it. And then whomever, whichever one of you dirty bastards out there, shat the toilet and broke the toilet. And Thane was on the microphone screaming, Nick's dying in ICU. And one of you nasty mother just broke the toilet. Poor Smiley's dying in there trying to fix it like on and on. And we were just dying in ICU, dying laughing. It, it was funny. I thought you was about to say AJ McCarron got drafted. Oh, God. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, so, so, thank, so, John, look, John, John did a great job hosting the draft, taking up my spot. He probably did better than I do. Better uh, than Nate. Better, well, Nate, ooh. that's where I was, ooh, shots fired. Well, that's where I was going. So, John kind of, he did it. John's a sympathetic guy, right? Nate, not so much. But John was kind of heartfelt message about me not being there, and he wanted to do it right, and this. And then Nate grabs the microphone. And he goes, "Hey guys, Nick's not dead. <laughs> he's, he's literally still alive in the hospital right now." Hey, but when uh, John was saying that little soliloquy shit he was doing, <laughs> then, uh, I did, that. I did, I did, I did see a tear in Ben and Porsche's eye. I Come did, on. I did, I did. Maybe was it was, fun. maybe it was a hair. No. Right. I, no, it was because no, his hair. There's no hair out of place there. <laughs> That's because his hair was getting damaged by the smoke. Yes. <laughs> Not even Hurricane Ian could damage Ben Divorce's hair, dude. So, look, I appreciate everybody that made the, the drafts happen. Again, especially Swagger. You guys really stepped up in a time where we couldn't be there. Um, I see no reason not to have the drafts back at Smiley's and the emails and the fire station next year. I think this year it kind of went smooth, and I think um, they'll just get better from here, right? 
Maybe we'll get cans next year for Ashley. But besides that, I think everything else will stay the same. But and if vape you're not pens. in the draft, you can't be on the Wi-Fi, right? That's right. Right. The okay. Wi the Wi-Fi did uh, slow down a little bit, but uh, hey, we gonna upgrade Smilers with some fucking Starlink. <laughs> yeah. We gonna get Elon Musk to go ahead, and give him a shout. If you could give uh, Iran and Russia the internet, man, you could get Smilers a little dose. I mean, as a spectator at this Swagger Draft, that's all I heard from you. Yeah, yeah. Get off the. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, Chris Yuse's draft required Wi-Fi, and he wasn't having very much of it. Chris had that IBM Watson supercomputer or something. I don't know what it was spitting out. <laughs> Hold on, he had what? It was projecting injuries. I don't know. I saw AJ McCarron. I think through. he rated it by best-looking girlfriends or something, <laughs> and AJ McCarron came in the top. But listen, you, one other thing that's funny. Um, I asked for feedback from the drafts, and one person wrote, I'm not going to say who it was, but one person wrote, hey, you need to get Smiley to check his bartenders. Um, every time I ordered a drink, it was a different price. I'm pretty sure they were skimming off the top. And I just kind of chalked it up, like, whatever, whatever. Well, literally, 10 days goes by, and I see a post on Facebook from Smiley. You can go look at it right now. It says, I know who you are. You got my money. You better bring it back. Oh, I and saw he, that. He I fired that one of his bartenders. So apparently, oh. who, the person that told me this, I'm not going to tell you who it is, but he loves to drink White Claws. Uh, <laughs> He told me, he's like, look, I think they're skimming. And then sure enough, two weeks later, they fired at Borton. Mm. So I think next year we'll be good to go. But I'm not going to tell them who you are, uh, Cody, so that they don't bring you to court. Well, <laughs> if, it was that, if it was one of them I'm thinking about, she can go second, you know, second line to the Ace of Clubs anyway. So it's all good. <laughs> all right. So let's roll. That's, all, that's a great uh, recap. Let's move on to the, our guest MVP and MVB of the week. It's now time for the segment we've all been waiting for. It's the Swaggerette Guest of the Week. All right, welcome our beautiful MVB, Miss Amy Gobert, to the show. Amy, how you feeling right now? I was feeling really good week one, but, you know... Well, I'm still 3-0, and so I can't oh, really complain. Oh, 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 I'm a brag. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing okay. You know, You're I felt better. good when I scored 720 points, but when I just beat everybody by 35 to 80, you know, it's, it just feel all right. I guess we just have different mindsets, right? <laughs> That's right. You got a winner mindset. I like it. I like I try, it. I try, try. Let's talk about your humble team. Okay. All right, your quarterback, Justin Herbert. Running back, Saquon. Rashad Penny. Kenny Gamewell, Travis Etienne, Michael Carter, Khalil Herbert, and wide receivers Diggs, Thomas Davis, Jefferson, Parker Moore, tight end is Hawkinson and Jasicki, and kicker folk defense is the 49ers. So I'm, I'm glad I read your team. You got some, uh, you've had some, you've had to battle some injuries lately, especially with Michael Thomas being out this week. But, man, it's just you got kind of like a plug-and-play, right? You lose Thomas, and then you can throw in Parker, who had a hell of a week last week, or you flex a different wide receiver. Jefferson, Davis, Thomas, and Diggs. That's, that first week, I bet you were feeling pretty dang good about yourself. I really was, but they had such a high the first week, and then, like, 
two and three, not so much. Like, I don't even think that they got... I don't think Diggs did well. And Gabriel, he's been having some injuries as well. So, yeah. I mean, this... They, I don't think they scored this much the rest of the season. You know who's going to bail you out this week, though? What's that? Khalil Herbert. Mm-hmm. That's true, because Montgomery is out. He's going to so bail you out. I definitely did put him in this week. Yep. So, so you're going to start Herbert, Barkley, Herbert, and then Thomas is out. So you got Diggs, Davis. You got to start Jefferson. Jefferson didn't do too well last week, did no, he? No, he didn't. I did pick up, um, who was that guy last night? On Bengals, he was third string. Boyd? Yeah, I picked him up off of waivers. How the hell is he on waivers? So I put him in, but but he didn't score over. I think he got like eight or nine points last night. So I put him in. Tyler Boyd would be Chris Uze's number one receiver. In fantasy, when you're in a bind like that and you pick up somebody that scores you eight or nine, especially like on a Thursday night, that's great. It helped, yeah. Yeah. Hey, in my world, eight or nine is good on a regular day. Hey, I was good for that last week with my – I barely got over 100, so hey. And you still won? Yeah, I played Claire, too. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Uh-oh. Sorry, Claire. I know. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Courtney, you got a question for uh, Amy? I do. So going into the draft, who was like your go-to player? And then fast forward now that we've played for three weeks, is that person still your favorite, or do you have a new favorite on your team? Well, I knew who I wasn't going to pick, and that was going to be McCaffrey because he choked last year and the year before for me. So I was really going for a wide receiver. I really wanted uh, Cooper Cup, but I settled for, I think it was Justin Jefferson, which he did really good week one, but he's kind of quiet the past few weeks. So you hopefully got, this week it will be okay. Way better things to come with Jefferson than you would with Cooper Cup or especially with McCaffrey because that dude's hurt again. Right. Like, McCaffrey's inconsistent. He's and done. And, but Cooper is always consistent. Yep. And I think that's his um that's his brand, you know? So Breakfast well, I'll tell you what. We're gonna talk about it a little more later, but fire up your Justin Jeffersons this weekend, baby. Oh yeah. I hope so. I mean, you got a question for Amy? Um, not really. <laughs> so nothing you? on our tight end. Not nothing. Fair. How about nothing? you, TC? Yeah, no, okay. Yeah, let's do a question. Well, no, that's too obvious. I was going to ask you how you got your team name because I wasn't sure what it was. But go bear, go home. I like it. I dig it. It's a winner. Uh, how about, how did, did you see her singing uh, when she went to draft her last pick of her draft? She sang I like did? She sang like three verses well, of Taylor Swift. Ha- it has been like. I am trouble, right? So So were you excited when the fake news came out that Taylor Swift was gonna be the Super Bowl? Y'all were uh, hating, halftime? okay? Y'all were all haters I and I was all for it. But I don't know who you're talking about, y'all, because I specifically say I love Taylor Swift. Look, it was me. Ninety percent of the league was like, "Oh no, no, no." I do when I'm in She's the truck. She's about to beat y'all up. I'm in the truck with just me and Sadie. We'll jam some shake it off. We'll jam, you know, we'll jam some Taylor. It's all good. Hey, I'm, if you know me, I'm like a huge Swiftie. So. Okay, here we go. Mm. Like DeAndre. I mean, what's my son's name? Do y'all even know? His name is Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> I was going to say Roland. I was going to say Roland. Oh, the other son. I couldn't have imagined that in my wildest dreams. Oh. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> How about uh, TC? You got a question for her? Um, Don't ask her about Taylor. She's going to get pissed. Well, we we sort of have a lot of the same team. 
Except yours is not as good. Well, we both have Justin Jefferson, and we both have Herbert. Do you need some tips? Um, <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> I was going to ask. Did you? <laughs> I do need tips, actually, because I'm not winning. But, I got uh, your tip did, right here. <laughs> did, uh, did you start Herbert last week? or did? Uh, no. Okay. No, I did not. Who did you start in his place? Um... I think I, want, I put Michael Carter in. Cause I am, I'm not so good no, with my running backs this year. At quarterback. Oh, quarterback, quarterback, you mean? Sorry. Yeah. yeah, I put him. No, I did. He was hurt. I did, I I did go pick up another quarterback, and I uh, went. Oh, him. that's the same as me. Yeah, yeah. Same. <laughs> the and you, yeah, and you and still won? And it felt the oh, heartbreak with that awful. one. And it was getting sacked. It was just, yeah. And he that was like, 25 he times. had 40 points every week. I was yeah. like, oh, this is going to be great. It's fine. I'm but gonna, it wasn't that much of a difference. Like, I mean, it, it was only like seven points difference between the two. So. Yeah. 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 All right, so my question is, you and Roland are the Swaglock champions, reigning Swaglock champions. Yeah. And you were MVP in week one. Roland was not. I'm trying to find out. You, you guys actually have .35 point difference between the two lineups in Swaglock. So, like, y'all y'all the only ones in Swaglock are, like, directly even. Usually you have one up here and one way down here. But you guys are even just about. My question is, when it comes time to make decisions in Swaglock, who's the, who's the tiebreaker? If you say, hey, I want A... And Roland says, no, I think we should roll B. Who breaks that tie? Usually I do because he always says, like, he doesn't think he's – whatever he chooses is going to be the worst, and then I'm going to blame him. So usually it's me who breaks that tie. And usually – Safety right there. I like it. I like usually it. I'm pretty right, but I'm not going to take all the credit. He does a pretty good job. So not like the Bernards last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, Courtney started uh, Tua over Herbert last night in Swaglock. I did. Tua tag a dead lover. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you for joining us. Hang out. We'll uh, feel free to, to comment and, and make funny suggestions about rolling anytime throughout the rest of the podcast. All right. Next up, your swagger for the MVP. Kid the music. It's time now for your swagger week MVP. Welcome in, Uncle Casey. Two back to no, he didn't. Yeah, he went back to back. Back to back. Okay, back to back MVP. First two weeks. You know, the reason we didn't have a podcast for two weeks because you won it. I know. Trust and me, I, I know. I fully expected you not to be able to come today, but I was just being nice by inviting you, and here you are. Yeah, I know. But I, who actually won it all that week? What? The points. What week? Week one. I'm not sure. Oh, it's me. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. Oh. Stick that in your 10W30. How about week two? Put yeah, that in your I, I don't plugs. recall that one. And how many points you scored in week three? Uh, right over a hundred. Okay, thought so. <laughs> Michael Lillig would like to have a seat at that table for week three. Listen, I think two years ago, last year was it? Two years ago, last year. Last year, last year you came on as a guest of your wife, and I incorrectly said that you would never be on the podcast except if you were a guest of your wife. 
like a week later. Then next week you were on you were on the podcast. Yeah, I think so. Something like that. And now you won it two weeks in a row. And I had to hear it for two weeks from people saying, oh, every time I win it, you don't have a podcast, which we've only missed five podcasts in five years, something like that. Right. Just so happened to be three yeah. times when you were a winner. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're winning. Uh, anybody but Thane was is, in my book is uh, good with me because I play Thane this week. So hopefully you win this three times in four weeks, which I think two times back to back might be a record. Anybody, you remember that? I don't know. I think it, we've never had that before. So I don't know how you did it. Look, <laughs> let's go over your team, and then y'all can decide if he has a good team or not. But his quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson and Stafford, solid. His uh, running backs, as Courtney calls them, Corduroy Patterson, Nick Chubb, DeAndre Swift, Brees Hall, Miles Sanders, wide receivers, Cooper Cup, DJ Moore, Jalen Waddell, uh, Godwin, Duvernay, Claypool, and then Joseph and Buccaneers defense. That's a pretty damn good team. Yeah. What conference you in? I'm in the uh, gold. Y'all are idiots. <laughs> Everybody in the gold conference, y'all let this man draft this team. Y'all, y'all are so dumb. With Roland. Roland, Roland, yep. you drafted? Oh, no doubt. I played him last week. <laughs> How'd that go? Well, I'm three and zero. So. <laughs> you got anything to say to that, uh, Amy? So am I. I'm three and zero. All right. So listen. Congratulations on having. Three solid weeks. You are our current point leader in Swagger. And you are, I'm going to look it up here in a minute, but I believe you are in both leagues. So that's pretty impressive. Um, we'll roll right into questions. Courtney, you have a question for Casey? I do. Uh, are you at all nervous starting the season off so high that do you have any inkling or feeling that your team can possibly tank? Not, God, not tank, not tank like the Jets are, but uh, the uh, injuries are starting to mount, right? I picked up Godwin in late rounds. He's sitting on my bench. He's just been sitting there. I think he's going to be a, a, the same thing he was last year whenever he, he's healthy. So I have that as a backup. But in every league I'm in, it's just all cues on, on pretty mm-hmm. much everyone. So. Um, I'm not sure about tanking, but injuries always plague the stars, right? For sure. So we'll see how everything else goes. Are you going to fire up your Miles Sanders or your Brees Hall this week in place of DeAndre? Uh, Actually, neither, because I picked up Romeo Dobbs. Ooh, interesting. And I'm, I'm benching uh, – Swift and I'm starting Romeo Dobbs. I'm also benching DJ Moore this week. Are you really? Yep. So yeah, no, I like that. I was gonna say you should probably sit DJ Moore. I'm playing him against you. I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because you're a loser. <laughs> we'll see. I'm also three and zero, by the way. I didn't want to have to, uh, you know, beat my chest, humble brag. But. Yeah, but he's got a Dollar General three and zero. Not the case. Me and Casey got a lot of the same players actually. Swift. That's going to hurt this week. But, yeah, I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Let's see what happens, Casey. Is I kind of like Brees Hall got, this week. Though. Y'all have Swift, like Waddle, and Frermuth, right? We have Frermuth. We have Waddle. We both have Swift. That's what I just said. Oh, well, yeah, you're right. That's pretty much it. Yeah. It was just a recap. <laughs> Brees Hall. I think we both have Brees Hall. I also picked up Mac Holland this week. So, you know, just ah, on a stash. A little backup. I yep. like the Dobbs pickup, too, though. 
it's good. So I don't have Duvernay or uh, Claypool anymore because they're trash. Yeah. They, Duvernay caught a touchdown, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns? Duvernay's been balling. No, the first week he's been balling. That's it. Oh, he fell off? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I haven't really watched football in the last two weeks. The Steelers' offense is so – like, they can't move the ball. The they, Steelers or the Ravens? Duvernay Steelers, plays for the Ravens. Steelers, you, you talking oh. about Claypool. <laughs> right? You talking so about Duvernay. Yeah. How about you, TC? You got a question for? Um, I was wondering, since you're the Cajuns B team football coach, um, Thane is shoving my head into this microphone right now because he thinks that I'm not close enough. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not why. <laughs> <laughs> no, I forgot my question. Okay, since you're the Cajuns B team coach, I was wondering if you enjoy making them throw up there's a little piece of you when you run them to death and they're puking are you smiling in on the inside so i mean before the first week of the season we've had plenty of that and uh as kids nine ten years old don't understand and don't get rewarded for it until we start playing but now that we're three and oh every kid that's thrown up on my watch is all 100 percent all in and give me 150% every weekend. I love it. Okay, and then are you going to let them pie you in the face if y'all win the Super Bowl? Absolutely. With like 10 pies, like each of them. Sure. Maybe. Okay. I think I hold you to it. I think he should run just as much as he made them run. Oh. That might be a better punishment. I'm 43 and fat, and there's no way I'm running, Amy. <laughs> pie in the face. <laughs> pie in the face it is. All right, my question for you is simple. Um, you have started off really hot. I went back and did a little research and noticed that no, and I'm not trying to piss on your parade, but no person that has won MVP in the first five weeks has won the league, and you won it twice. So, like, it kind of follows up with Courtney's question i know you want to be good a whole year right yeah and that's that's the the thing look steven was awful at the beginning of the year last year and he's kind of late on he came on and he got a little lucky he he had used his head for willpower but well i mean that's that's a that's a gigantic uh <laughs> accomplishment yeah it's like the titanic of accomplishments but anyway i guess my question would be how confident are you that these guys are gonna be able to perform the whole year and you're gonna stay relevant well, like you said, I mean, in the history, nobody started out hot and ended up, you know, winning. But also nobody else won MVP two weeks in a row. So it's kind of a little different this year. I like and it. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty. won MVP two weeks in a row. Not, not, since, we, not since we've gone to 40 people. So Let's La- just closer to Mike Tisa. <laughs> so Lamar is, is, is on a contract year. He's waiting on his contract. He tried to negotiate it. He's going to ball out all year. I and think he, he, he'll be healthy. And next, you'll see him for your New Orleans Saints. Yeah, you wish. <laughs> Has he been uh, consistently putting up these types of scores yes. each week? Yep, every week. Been Nick Chubb is literally better than John T- Jonathan Taylor. And I'm, yeah. uh, you know, 100% before the draft, I was on him. You know, on which one? Sediment, on Chubb. Yeah. Okay. Being better than Jonathan Taylor. Okay. I was asking that at, the, at all of our drafts, all 8,000 drafts that we had, Taylor went first. And so I'm one of those people that kind of go against the grain just because, and sometimes it's ignorant. And so I asked Nick, I was like, I mean, is it, I mean, is he really going to be what everybody's making him to be? And I don't have him and I haven't paid attention. Has he lived up to that? Has he lived up to that? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. 
And look, first year since I've been in Swagger is uh, I did a probably 500 mock drafts before, the, you know, this year. And I had a plan coming in. And I stuck to it no matter if anyone's taking quarterbacks in the third round and people start taking, you know, the whole trend that it happens. Mm -hmm. And literally I had a paper and I stuck exactly yeah. to what I wanted to draft every round. So you you, and it, you went out and did mock drafts before I draft? Yes. 500? About 500 of them. Good I had a lot of time at work. No all changes. There you go. Need, need, was needed. <laughs> they, <laughs> all the maintenance was good. They didn't have there you go, on. Dylan. So I know your your uh, prep hasn't worked the last five years or six, coming to the draft with no cheat sheet. But if you put in a little time, you might win MVP two times in a row. Um, hopefully, to go back on something you said, you said Nick Chubb's been balling. I hope it stays that way because usually when Nick Chubb balls. Kareem Hunt sucks, and I'm playing against Kareem Hunt. And Thane has him this nah, week. There's, there's enough to go around there, baby. <laughs> but Kareem Hunt, the, the, the Jamal Williams of of of, of yeah. Cleveland, right? So I mean, if if Chubb, Chubb if, if Chubb doesn't break one for 15 yards and scores, it's always Kareem Hunt on the goal the, line. The craziest part though is Kareem Hunt could be a DeAndre Swift. He could be, you know. A, he could be the number one running back in a lot of places, but just not Cleveland. Yeah, but he likes to jujitsu those bitches in the lobby of the hotels. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, the sad part is, is right before the season started, he asked for a trade. So why yeah. are you rewarding him on the goal line? If I mean, he don't want to be there because they're gonna trade him. They're just trying to keep his value up. I guess so. But Cordero Patterson, I picked in almost Cordero. every league that I could. Yeah. In late rounds. High. That's probably an eighth, ninth, tenth yeah. round pick. See, I didn't like him at all this year, but he's paying off. I was high on him. I got my kids to draft him, my wife to draft him. We drafted him in Swaglock. The was only, was the that only... before or after she uh... – Oh, we drafted way before she started drinking. <laughs> so, Corduroy Patterson has been a uh, a good pickup. I, I was high as Snoop Dogg on uh, Jalen Hurts this year, bro. <laughs> so, I, I got him. Yeah. And every share I could get a Jalen Hurts, I was going to get him. Cool. Well, thank you for coming. Uh, probably never see you again, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Appreciate it. You're welcome. I just gave you a gift. So you just spot. set him up. You're welcome. You can pay me after the show. <laughs> Let's move on to the Swagger News next. Dano, what you got? You got Swagger News. Swagger News. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Here's some other great town names. Littitz. It's Littitz. Once it's turned on, the sign will spell out Deli Cat Essen. If you'll remember, last year he was dealing with a bulging dick disc issue rather in his lower back. It's now time for the Swagger News Update. Brought to you by Commissioner Nicholas Lichtenstein. Welcome to weeks one, two, and three of your Swagger News. We're going to try to run through this all three weeks all at one time. So stay tuned and hang on. Here we go. Swagger League. Week MVP for week one was Mayfield of Dreams. You just heard from him. LVP that week was Sean Sava. Week two, again, Casey Jaro was your MVP. LVP was Ricky Araby. Week three, Micah Lilick, Lilick My Balls, was the MVP. And Chris Yuse, which we knew was coming, right, was the LVP. Number one overall seed through three weeks is Casey Gyro. He is 3-0, and he is also number one in points. There are five undefeated teams remaining. Casey, Mitch, Easy, Colt, and 
thing. Who's Mitch? Oh, shit. Yeah. Micah. I'm sorry. Not Mitch. <laughs> Micah and Mitch together. That's what confused me. Casey, Micah, Easy, Colt, and Thane. We're, getting, we're shaking the dust webs off. The, the dust cobwebs. Something like that. <laughs> dust webs. <laughs> All right. There are five winless teams. Chucky, Ricky, Eric, Red, and Chris. So Chris right now has a stronghold on last place currently. And he's actually 40 points behind Chucky already just four weeks in, three weeks in. So Chris has a mountain to climb unless uh, he's going to be photoshopping himself. So anyway, on to Swaggerette. All right, our week one MVP, she's here. MVP, Amy Gobert. LVP, Alicia Cortez. Week two, Holly Tabor. LVP, Ellie Uze. And week three's MVP, Kirsten Uze and the LVP, Renita Dupree. Number one overall seed throughout the first three weeks is Stephanie Lee with Nikki Pierce on her heels. Holly Tabor is current points leader with a 13-point lead. There are six undefeated teams, Shay, Stephanie, Amy, Ashley Email, Nikki, and Jen. Five winless teams, Haley, Stacy, Rebecca, Lindsay, and myself. Legacy, uh, legacy member Haley Tve is in a solid hole for last place. This week she will play... Yours truly, another winless team. So one of y'all going to get a win, right? It's going to be me. Baby back bitch. Uh-oh. Except one of my best players just uh, got named out, so we'll see. Tisa's going to take you to the Swaglock news. I'm going to try. Okay, in Swaglock week one, the MVP is the Trotties. The LVP is the Bernards. Week two, the MVP is the blanks. The LVP is the Trotties. The who? So he went, well, the Trotties, Lori and Lance, they went from MVP to LVP that week. Sorry, guys. Week three, the MVP is the Lashes. <laughs> Dog oh, it. No. Newcomers, the newcomers. The newcomers. The LVP is the Usays. And our standings, the Prosperies are 3-0, and the Savoies are 3-0, and the Leges, 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 Leges. come on, Newcomers. help me out, help me out. Damn. <laughs> keep going, keep going. <laughs> the Boodleys, the Blanks, the Lichtensteins, the Gobears, and the Lassers. Last place are the Fields, ha, 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 Crystal. Crystal, you suck. <laughs> Sorry, Angel. And this year... Sorry, Angel. <laughs> sorry, Angel. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you stuck with that sorry motherfucker. What is this? What is this? I love Angel. She's so sweet. She doesn't talk shit like Crystal. Okay. And this year, Swaglock will have eight playoff teams. The... Luscious. Currently hold on to the point lead with 1,041 1, points. 38 points ahead of the Boodleys. Moving on to Swagger Franchise. Week one MVP was Chop It Like It's Hot. LVP was Green by a Curse. Week two MVP was Chop It Like It's Hot. LVP was We Coming. I see a trend here. Week three, well, it ended right there. Oh, what happened there? Dogs su- shine, sunshine, dogs ass sunshines, and all that stuff. Week three MVP. A broken clock. <laughs> yeah, We Coming. A TikTok. LVP was the big timers. Last week, Thane DeLon, who was in last place, did indeed beat the 2 0 double MVP. Uh, Chopper like it's hot. Right. Jay Richey's fault. Uh, standings Chopper's number one. King George Fence Money, number two. We coming, number three. Pimpin' Ain't Too Legit, number four. Point standings right now. Chopper like it's hot has a 105 point 
lead. Over to you, Thano. And for your Swagger Juniors, MVP week one, you don't want this smoke, Drake Cunningham. Week two MVP, Mountain Drew, Evan Posh. Week three MVP, the Steel Curtain, Cohen Jaro. Your points leader is the Seminole Sweetheart, Jolie Lichtenstein. There's four undefeated teams remaining. TJ DeLon, who's playing against his sister this week, so that should be interesting. Uh-oh. Emma Savoy, Tatum Bernard, and J.B. Leish. Lesh. Newcomer. Lesh or Lesh? Hey, y'all call in and tell us how you say that. All right, I'm going to hang up and listen. Okay, next up, Swagger Guillotine. So the first team out and has to serve drinks for the 2023 draft, we went over this earlier, is Mr. Simon Watts. The second team out and required XL Guillotine, the big boy, we had to bring it out, Stephen Bernard. The third team that was out and had their head rolled, but the hair stayed perfect was Mr. Bennett Posh. Fifteen teams remain. Nick, Lichtenstein, and Thane DeLon lead the cap dollars with 99 and 98. You saved your money, too. Ballin'. Oh. Oh. 3-0 and got a fistful of pennies. Let's go. What do you mean 3-0? Everybody's 3-0 besides the, the people that got I'm dropped. just stating yeah, the obvious. Stating the obvious. If you ain't dead, you 3-0, baby. 3-0. Two-time champion Vance Email only has... $33 left in his account. Broke. Jalen broke. Who he spent that on? <laughs> Jonathan Taylor. Ooh. Swing and a miss. Travis Kelsey went for $43 to Casey this week. Yep, that's right. $43. I had Hunter Henry. Wow. All right. I looked at him. I think I gave him a $16 bid. Whatever. Highest player yet was Jonathan Taylor for $65 to Vance in week one. Which is out of uncharacteristic of Vance, right? Last year, he held on to his money to the end. He won it. This year, he said, screw it. First week, he balled out. He's trying to lose. That's because he had Cooper Cup last year that won it for him. Guess who has Cooper Cup this year? Ain't going to lose it for you. Nick Lichtenstein with $99. All right, next up, we got Swagger versus Swagger Red. Hear them dings. And the Swaggers have way more than that. <laughs> Just three more. Just three more. So it's 6-3, right? 6-3. And also, while y'all were talking, I pulled it up. Right now, points lead, Casey Jarrell has 635 points. The number one Swagger at, you want to guess how many points she has? I, I think I looked at it and it was, uh, I don't know, 519 or something like that. 579 points. A solid, like, 60 points behind. Which, if you were in swag and you were 60 points behind, you would be in fifth place. Who's in fifth place, Nick? Uh, Joe Buck yourself in points. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I thought I was in fifth place in points. <laughs> no. Well, we had a game last night, so you oh, are currently right. seventh now. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. you didn't have anybody play last Jaylen night. Jalen Water, well, he didn't do crap, though. Like you said, nobody, you didn't have anybody play last night. And I'm thankful for that. So that is your Swagger News for weeks one, two, and three. And now, 
it's time for Saints in 60 Seconds. Your New Orleans Saints have started out the season somewhat of a disappointment. However, this week they travel across the pond to play at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London, England. Hello, Governor. The Saints come into this matchup one and two. Look like shit. Michael Thomas is hurt. Jarvis Landry probably ain't gonna play. Uncle Casey, what do you think? The Red Rifle? Yeah, the Red Rifle with uh, Chris Olave and Chris Olave. All right. So listen, uh, I have faith in Cody Cortez, the first cousin Andy Dalton, right? Cody, if Cody Cortez is good at anything besides drinking White Claws, it's having cousins that know how to throw the ball. And Andy Dalton's going to throw some touchdowns, and we're going to win this game. I don't, I don't know what you're about to say, but that's where I'm going with this. This is what I'm going to say, Uncle Nick. I'm going to say replacing a broken back Jameis Winston with the red rifle Andy Dalton is the equivalent of rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. That, Because that's what's going to happen this week. The Saints are going to go down. The season's buried. It's over. It's done. Forget about it. I'm done. But the Vikings? The Vikings are not very Doesn't good. Doesn't matter. The Saints are worse. The Saints are way worse. You think so? The Saints are worse, man. They, they, they've they had one half-ass decent like, dr- like offensive quarter. In three games, but how much is that? How much is that, Winston? All of it. All of it. I don't. I don't agree with that. The offensive line is terrible. Look, we know Alvin Kamara is good. He hasn't been playing good. Does that mean he's going down the Titanic? No. It just means the offense is stagnant, mostly because a you don't have Sean Payton there anymore. That's Dennis a big, Allen. That's a big part of it. Dennis Allen doesn't know how to create. I mean, Pete Cormack is still there, right? But again. If you don't have a quarterback that can that they scared of to move the ball down the field or even move the ball in transition, like middle range throws, then they're going to load the box and Kamara's not going to be able to run anything. You can't run Kamara, then they're not scared of the wide receivers. Michael Thomas is a triple B, like y'all said earlier. That dude, I'm done with that dude. Like they said, his toenail came off though. Dude, it's ridiculous. Who gives a shit? That's why he's not playing. His toenail came off and his little toe swollen. Are is you it, being serious right now? I swear. It's the little toe? Yeah. No, I think it's his big toe. Cut that son matter. bitch off. His toe is his toe. Dude, He doesn't have no more toenails. I'm done with him. Like, I'm done. Like, go ahead and trade him. He I'm done so with him. He looks so good, though. No, he doesn't. He looks so good. He looks, <laughs> he looks so good. Good. Trade him and get somebody that knows how to play football that's not a little baby back bitch. Give me, oh. Give me, give me Hunter Renfro. That dude can ball. He can take a hit in the middle of the open field. Drink through a straw for three days and suit up on Sunday. Now we got a wide receiver that has got all the talent in the world, all the body type in the world, but he loses a freaking toenail and he can't play. Like, come on, dude. It's painful, man. No, it ain't. It's not. Now if you put now if you put a shot of that stuff in there. He said it's so swollen. What Adam Troutman wins wins it for the Saints this weekend. Wow. That that is going out on. That's line. a hot take. That's a hot take. Well, since you already throwing out some uh some some uh guests. Guesses. Guesses? Predictions, maybe? Predictions, there you go. Let's try that. Words are hard. Words are hard. Corduroy Patterson. Um, And Lash. Sorry, Teresa. I was trying to to deflect. Oh, it's fine. (laughs) Amy, what's the score going to be this weekend? Remember, it's an 8.30 start. It's early in the morning. 
They've been there all week, so okay. that won't okay. matter. Um, I'm going to say it's going to be 27 Saints and then 23 Vikings. I like the way you do business. I don't. Has the Saints scored 27 combined points well, this year? Well, we don't year? have Wentz. <coughs> he, he's been getting sacked all year. Wentz, so. yeah. Not Wentz. I'm sorry, guys. Wentz? No, we don't. Definitely Winston. don't have Wentz. I no, take Wentz. That's, way, that's, way better that's, off of Wentz. That's, that's, like that's, that's like your pet name for James. I feel like you like him a little. The whole no, Wincy baby. I, oh, come I'm on, Wincy. Call him Jabu. Jamius. Where's Jamius? Yeah, that's him. He sucks. Jamias. <laughs> Casey, what's your what score? Uh, So... Before I get to my score, I want to say I saw a meme last night of uh, Tua's hand, you know, that was kind of like in a W. He was eating it. And Jameis Winston was eating those crab legs. So <laughs> I just want to, you know, put that out there for the Florida State fans that's that's in this league. Um, but I'm going to say 21-20, Troutman catches a pass for a touchdown at the end of the game. And big nuts sluts. That would be so sweet. Puts one through for the extra point to win it. <laughs> so specific. That would be so awesome if that happened. I'm gonna say <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Trust me, I know oh what it is, God. Amy. You don't have to remind me. What Nick's he trying to play right here? Uh, All right. No. This is the blocked extra point against LSU and Florida State. It is blocked. It is blocked, and all the tears of all the LSU fans across America are rolling down their faces, and Nick Lichtenstein is overjoyed and crying tears of joy. All right, sorry. I, I thought that was something worth watching. Are you done? Are yeah. you done? Hey, he started. Anyway. So, so look, before the season started, someone came to me and said, look, I'm going to let you win swagger. I'm going to let you be high points winner. Everything. If, if you're going to let Florida State beat LSU. And I said, I thought about it for about three days. And, and so I, came, I came devil. back and so, sold my soul. <laughs> so the soul to the devil. So you already know how I feel about the Saints this week, so we could just cut straight to it. It's going to be a very low-scoring game. The Saints are going to win 10-9. to 10-9, to nine, but you got to win. 10-9. See? Saints winner. The Titanic staying afloat. That defense is going to bail them out once again. Is, is live, everybody's playing? Nobody's out? I think on defense we're good. Okay. Yeah. Tisa, how about you? Um, I thought same low-scoring game, but I put the Saints losing probably like 17-14. to 14, Saints lose. Good I'm call. I'm still sad when we sat in the Superdome and watched them just lose. Wait, you just picked them to lose? Yeah, yes. I just picked them to lose. I hope you enjoyed your time on Swagger Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney Lynn. I'm going 13-12 Saints. 13-12. Jet lag. Uh, man, we got we got some low-scoring games. I think we scored three touchdowns this game. I think Kamara scored two of them for me to beat Thane in fantasy. But I think it's 24-14 kind of game. I think Jefferson might get one. Um, but again, I, I don't think the Saints are capable of putting up 40 points ever. No. So I think it's going to always be in that 18 to 25 or 28 range. So again, 24, 14 Saints. You've got mail. Dude, this thing claims I have mail. It's amazing what we can do with computers these days. Dude, now I'm reading it. Listen, bro. I understand what you're saying, but I'm going to help them understand what you're saying 
basically. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, Alright, next up we have our listener questions. What kind of questions do we have this week, Nick? Alright, here we go. Listen to questions. Question number one. It says, how is Smiley's toilet seat doing after ensuring that draft day trauma? I don't know who that's for. I think let, let Teresa answer this because Teresa actually, I think, I don't know if she assisted Smiley. But I think she was at least like being an emotional support dog for Smiley while he was in there trying to trying to get that um, that thing cleaned out. Yeah, he was in there, and I kept seeing him come out and shake his head and do a couple gags, and I was just like, Mr. Smiley, what's going on? What you got going on? And I sort of figured, and he was like, yeah, somebody shit on top of shit in there. <laughs> they clogged the goddamn toilet, and then they shit on top of it, some motherfucker. <laughs> Sorry, we said we were going to curse. I was just impersonating Smiley. So, no, it's okay. If you're doing like, a direct sure you are. it's fine. You have to so, say it. I know. So I was like, oh, man, <laughs> like, I didn't want to help, but I knew, like, Nick and Courtney were there, and I felt, like, responsible, so I was like, okay, I could try and go in there, Mr. Smiley, and he was like, oh, you don't want to see what's in there. So I got through the door, and I couldn't. So you didn't glove up. So, yeah, poor Smiley. I still say it. that was cold. That was cold. <laughs> that was cold. You had the foie. We were, all the girls were trying to help. Poor Smiley had a brown frown, right? <laughs> well, needed, they needed an ES&H environmental crew up in there, man. <laughs> Get that mopped up, dude. <laughs> All right, well, question number two is a two-point question. It says, is it okay for men to drink uh, White Claws? And if it is, what's your favorite flavor? It is okay. Every once in a while, I do like like a lemon-lime one. Yeah? Yeah. I can They're honest, pretty good. I can honestly say I've never drank... A white claw or truly or it's got to be like when it's hot outside and just it's kind of refreshing i gotta admit you ever drink a white claw casey yeah i have <laughs> what a bitch <laughs> <laughs> i'm al- i'm also past farting and had been in the er in the past in the past three months you went last night <laughs> not for me <laughs> all right question number three is from oh, i can't tell you it's from it says it's for amy though Says, we always mess with your husband, so now it's your turn. What type of hair comb does your husband use asking for a friend? <laughs> Hims. Hair comb? No. Hims.com. Well, Jeremy, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> I didn't tell her. She just figured it out, I think. I guarantee you, doesn't use one. It's like an Alabama comb. It ain't got a lot of teeth in that motherfucker. <laughs> All right, oh. question number three. You should ask Jeremy, where is all his hair? <laughs> On yeah, top of a roof? Yeah, Jeremy. He <laughs> shaves it all. That's why. Literally. Head to toe. All right. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, how you know that? Hold on. Hey. How you know that? Hello. That, trust me. Oh. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Shit's getting deep. All right. So my, the last question is more of a comment. It says... Chippa keeps talking about how he's the champion of the cook-off, but does he know that just because he won last year, he's not entitled to a championship this year? So I think just somebody just wanted to talk shit. 
which helps me segue to Swagger Family Day. So we announced the dates of our two events. One of them is October 16th. Somebody help me out with that? October 16th. And the other one is November the 27th. On tailgate, it's adults only. It'll be here. We'll watch the Saints game. Bring your own little potluck. Can be a dessert. Can be an appetizer. Can be an entree. Could be anything. We'll have a good time. We'll hang out. We'll have some adult beverages and watch the Saints of victory. And then our family day, again, we'll have bounce houses. We'll have a volleyball tournament. We'll have snowballs. We'll have a cook-off. And we'll have our typical fun day um, come in at 11. We have all of those festivities. And then at 3 o'clock, the Saints play the 49ers, I think, that day. And we'll watch the Saints game. So if you can cook, we're still looking for teams. I'd love to have 12 teams. If we have 15, that's great, too. Uh, the more the merrier. Come bring your competitive spirits and uh, try to win some. I'll get the. We'll have a. Um, we'll have our yearly football pool to p- help pay for uh, family day. I'll get that out soon. So, y'all can support us on that. Awesome. That's all I got for uh, league news. Dano, you want to close this out? It's good to be back. It's good for another season of swagger football action for the boys and the girls and the adults in the room. Um, I'm 3-0, so that's all I got to say about that. Not after this week, baby. Bullshit. All right, swag on the play. Out. Who that? Peace.
comfortable affair And when someone else instead of 